everyone. Welcome to another episode of Impact Today. We are Mark and Victoria Bowling. We're evangelists and teachers of the Bible, the Word of God. We're so excited that you have joined us today. We've got some really awesome truths that we're going to present to you and teach you from the Word of God today. So I really want to encourage you to go grab a Bible and a notebook, get a pen, and take some notes as we teach, because then you can go back later mm -hmm. and look it over and ponder it and meditate on it, and then the Holy Spirit will have a chance to really make these realities come alive in your heart, and that'll impact your life in a great way. Um, we want to invite you to go to Impact today.tv where you can access all our previous episodes of the TV show. Uh, you can also email us from there. Let us know your prayer requests or if you have a testimony um, that you received Christ while watching our show or maybe you were healed while watching our show. We want to hear from you. Um, so avail yourself to that. Um, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about the integrity of God's Word. What does that mean? It means that God is, His Word is what it says it is, what it declares itself to be. God's Word is God speaking to us. Mm -hmm. His Word is faithful. His Word is true. His Word is almighty. There's just so much about it. And so when the integrity of God's word becomes a reality to you. When it's as real to you as two plus two equals four, mm -hmm. when it's as real to you as the word of your very best friend, miracles will start happening in your life. So really the whole point of studying this is to take our faith to a higher level. Yeah, amen. Because if you have confidence that God's word is integrous, mm -hmm. it's really going to amp up your faith walk. Yes. Amen. The sooner you can learn to just believe his word. Mm -hmm. and, and what I mean by that is like, say you're praying and something doesn't seem to be happening right. And, well, don't just come to some conclusion. Well, it must not be God's will or whatever and put the blame on God or whatever. No, no, no we realize, oh, I need to make the adjustment because right. God's word is true. Right. If there's anything that needs to be fixed, it's me. Right, just Not like um, in the olden days when mm -hmm. we used to have radios with tuners, mm -hmm. right? Uh, you try to get a radio station in, so what do you do? You turn the little knob, yeah. you make an adjustment so that the receiver on the radio can tune in and receive, mm -hmm. right? If you had your radio, and you couldn't tune in on a radio station, right? And it was just like, shh. Right. You don't call up the radio station and say, hey, you got a problem. Mm -hmm. No, you make the adjustment on your end. Yes. And that's what you're talking about. Absolutely. I just know that when I began, when I made that quality decision, if God said it, it is so. Yeah. And where does he say it? In his word. Right here in his word. His written word is God talking to us personally. Yes. Amen. Amen. Our spiritual father used to say, God said it, mm -hmm. I believe it, that settles it. That's right. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So God's word is exactly what it declares itself to be. It's God speaking to us. 
God, listen to this fact. God is one with his word. Mm -hmm. Just like you are one with your word. You can't separate yourself from your word. See, if your word is no good, then you're, then no, you're good. no good. If your word is reliable, that means you're reliable. And that's how people know you. Exactly. They know you by your word. If, if you're real quick to say, oh, I'll help with that, but you're not a person of your word, right? people will take it lightly. They won't believe you. Exactly. Oh, uh, well, you know, he's just talking. Exactly. God is never just talking. That's right. He says what he means. He means what he says. You can t depend fully on his word. That's right. The Bible says in Numbers, God is not a man that he should lie, right. nor the son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said, shall he not do it? Has he spoken? Shall he not make, make it, it good? good. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Jeremiah 1, 12 says that God watches over his word to perform it. He's watching his word to perform it. Amen. Mm -hmm. Isaiah says that no word of God will return to him void. It doesn't return to him empty. When he speaks, it comes to pass. Yes. When he speaks and it is acted upon, a miracle happens in the life of the one who acts upon it. Yeah. This is the integrity of God's word. God, his word is not just a book about the past, although it is. Right. It's a historical account. Right. It's not just a book about the future, yet it is because God in his word through the prophets have foretold the things that are going to happen. Mm -hmm. And you can count it on it. You can bank on it. The things that have been predicted are going to happen. Right. But so many believers, they, they live in the past or they only live in the future. God's word is a book of the now. God is a present tense God. Faith is now. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's the only book that's alive. Yes. And I like what you say. I've heard you say before, when you read the Bible. It's the only book that while you read it, the author is present with you. Hallelujah. And I like this too. When you read your Bible, the Bible is reading you. Mm -hmm. And that's because it's alive. Yes. The Word of God even says that. That's God's right. Word is alive and powerful. It's operative and active. That's why it's a book about right now because mm -hmm. it's living. It's not just words on a page. It's the very breath and thoughts of the creator of the universe. Amen. It's operative and active right yeah, now. That's right. Uh, Hebrews chapter four, mm -hmm. listen to what it says here. It says, for the word of God is living and powerful, powerful. and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit hmm. and of joints and marrow or yeah. And is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Now, you know what that means? It means a lot of things, but yeah. one thing it means is that a surgical knife 
can only do so much. Mm. A surgical knife cannot change the personality of an individual who has problems in their mind and in right, their personality. Right. God's Word can penetrate you, not only heal your body, but can fix things in your mind and in your personality and completely set you free. Yeah, things that a doctor could never fix. Amen. Things that the doctor may have told you, well, you know, you just have to take this medication the rest of your life to manage this. Yeah. The Word of God is so sharp and so alive and so powerful that it's more detailed than the scalpel yeah. of a surgeon. It can get in there and cut away what needs to be cut away. We know of more than one case where individuals were tormented in their mind. Mm -hmm. They loved Jesus. They had just accepted Christ. But they dove into the Word of God and they lived in it day after day after day till eventually all the symptoms, all the torment, all the wrong vile thoughts that would torment them. They're gone. Left their life. Yes, thank you the, Lord. The voices they were hearing left their life. Mm -hmm. That's the power of God's Word. Hallelujah. Listen to the next verse. It says God's Word is a discerner in thought of the thoughts and intents of the heart and there's no creature hidden from His sight. But all things are naked and open to the eyes of Him to whom we must give an account. Now, the context here is about the Word of God. Mm -hmm. So as you said, when we read the Word of God, not only are we reading the Word, it's, it's reading us. It's reading us. Yes. Hallelujah. And it's alive. <laughs> yeah. Man, but that's a good thing. Yes, amen. Why? Because as we allow the Word to fill our hearts and our minds, and it exposes us, it shows us what we have in Christ in our spirits, which we will talk about in a couple weeks, or maybe even next week. Mm -hmm. But it also shows us the issues that need to change. Right, so we can make adjustments. So we can make like adjustments. Like that radio. And, yeah, and become mm -hmm. like Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for His Word. Yes. It has changed my life. I, my life has been radically changed by the Word. Yes. I would rather lose every other possession in my life, but not my Bible mm. or a, a copy of the Scripture. Why? Because if everything is stolen from me, if I lose everything, if I put into practice this book, I can get all that other stuff back. <laughs> but right. if I lose this, I don't have anything. This is the foundation of our lives. This is my health. Mm -hmm. This is my strength. This is my instruction in righteousness. This is my wisdom. Right. This is everything. Oh, I'm thankful. Mm-hmm. This is our victory over the devil. This is our victory over the circumstances of life. Yes. When we fill our hearts and minds with this word, believing that it is faithful, it is true, it is powerful, it is almighty, and we act upon it, glorious things happen. Amen. Hallelujah. This is our food. Yes. You can ask my wife. If I go a couple days without reading the Bible, I can get pretty grumpy. Yes. Amen. <laughs> this is my life. Amen. Glory to God. I don't know when's the last time that happened. It's been a while, but I just know when I neglect the word. You do. You get grumpy. It's not a good thing. Amen. So listen to Hebrews 11 verse 3 in uh, the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. 
By faith, we understand that the universe was created by God's command. So that what is seen has been made from things that are not visible. Amen. Now, uh, the New King James would say God's word. Here it says God's command, but it's God speaking. So everything that we see mm-hmm. has been made by that which is invisible. invisible. A force of faith mm-hmm. released through God's word. Words are containers. See, your words are containers. Your words can be filled with faith mm-hmm. or they can be filled with doubt and fear. Your words can be filled with love or hatred. Sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Your words can tear people down uh-huh. or they can build people up. They can impart grace or they can uh, just suck the life out of people. Yeah, that's true. You see, words are containers. Well, like we said, God is one with his word. And through his word containers, through the container or the seed, words are seeds. Right. When you plant any kind of seed into soil, there's power in that seed, the DNA of that seed, the substance of that seed. When it grows, it produces the fruit. Mm-hmm. It, it's full of power. A seed could lie, sit on a table for hundreds of years. You take that same seed and plant it in the ground, all of a sudden the power that was in that seed is going to produce. Amen. God's word is full of God. Wow. God's word is full his of it, full of his faith, full of his love, full of his righteousness, full of his nature. And so it's pretty wild to think about cuz like even like this table. Yeah. You say, "Okay, what's this table made out of?" Well, it's made out of wood. But what's the wood made out of? Exactly. It's made out of God's word. Yes. <laughs> cuz he spoke and it came into existence. Oh, so hallelujah. this table is made out of God's word. Amen. The wood. Yeah. It's pretty, exactly. It's pretty wild, you Amen. know, just to think about. So let me let's read this again. Mm-hmm. By faith, you could say this: through the force of faith, we understand that the universe was created by God's command or by or His word. God's word, mm-hmm. so that what is seen, or you could say what is seen, tasted. Touched, touched, heard, smelled, smelled. It's all made by that which is invisible. Amen. Everything you see was either directly or indirectly created by something you cannot see. That's amazing. Amen. Amen. God used substance, invisible forces to create everything you can see. Mm-hmm. But it was all... Uh, released through his word. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, notice it says we understand that the universe was created. That word universe, I looked it up one day because I, you know, we use the word all the time. Uh, what does it really mean? What's the definition of the universe? And this is what it said. All of space and time hmm. and their contents including planets Stars, galaxies, and all other forms of matter and energy. 
But I like that. All of space and, and time. time. The ages were created by the word of the living God. Amazing. The planets, the stars, the earth, the trees, the animals, you, me, all of it was created by the word of the living God. And I'm, I'm not a scientist, but I've heard that the universe is always expanding. Like constantly mm. there's more galaxies, more galaxies, more galaxies. Ever since God spoke, it just set it in motion mm -hmm. and it's never stopped since, right? Yeah, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> oh, if we could just grasp, if we could just grasp the power of that word. Now, with that in mind, listen to this verse of scripture. Hebrews chapter one, one through three. Long ago, God spoke to the fathers by the prophets at different times and in different ways. In these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. God has appointed him heir of all things and made the universe through him. The son is the radiance of God's glory. That's son as in S-O-N. The son of God. The son of God is the radiance of God's glory and the exact expression of his nature sustaining all things by his powerful word. So not only did God create the universe by his son through the spoken word, everything is held together. Everything is sustained. By his word. By that word. Everything is held together. Do you notice the stars aren't? <laughs> the, the universe, the, the, the revolutions, of all the stars around each other is so accurate. That's how we tell time. Right. I mean, everything is so perfect and it's all held together by the word Amen. of the living God, the word of the son of God. That's what the Bible says mm -hmm. right there. Amen. God's word is all powerful. God's word is God's faith expressed. Mm-hmm. It's almighty. It can be acted upon just as you would act on the word of a close friend. Right. You know, there was a time um, in the ministry of Jesus, re recall, where he was teaching the multitudes and he borrowed the boats of, of the men who eventually became his disciples. Right. They allowed him to use his boat so he could go out to sea a bit and separate himself from the rest of the crowd. And he taught. And while he's teaching, Peter, James, and John, and, these, and Andrew, they're, they're washing their nets. Jesus finishes teaching. And uh, they'd been fishing all night, and they didn't catch anything. And so what happens? He finishes teaching. He comes back in the shore. And he says, hey, take your nets out there. Right. And cat, throw them into the sea right. for a great catch. Now, Peter, the professional fisherman, mm -hmm. says, Master, first of all, they didn't fish during the day. They fished at night. That was the time to catch fish. And he says, Master, we, we've been, we've, we fished all night and we didn't catch anything. Nevertheless, at, notice this, nevertheless, at, at your, your word, word, I will let down a net. Now, notice Jesus said, let down your nets, plural. So he just kind of partially obeyed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he let down one net. 
He let down one net and what happened? There was so much fish, it broke that net. So they got the other nets and they're filling the boat up and the boat is beginning to sink. So they called to their partners in the other boat and said, come help us, help us. And uh, they, they come and they start using their nets to catch fish as well. And both boats were so full of fish, they both started to sink. That's a lot of fish. You can find this in Luke chapter five. You know what happens? Jesus is standing in the boat and as one man observed, I like this, Peter, he falls down at Jesus' knees. Because the fish were knee deep. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Otherwise it would say he fell at his feet. That's exactly right. He falls down at Jesus' knees. Now listen to this. He says, Lord, depart from me, for I am a sinful man. And Jesus says to Peter, don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. For now on, you're going to catch men, not fish. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. And look at the picture he left him with. Yeah. Of catching men. Catching multitudes. Men. He's multitudes. putting it, the vision of multitudes of souls That's into right. Peter. Interesting. Uh, didn't the disciples all walk away from all those fish? They left <laughs> all the fish because Jesus said, now, you all become fishers of men. Follow me and I will make you become fishers it of men. It says they immediately yes. left all and followed him. That's Amen. amazing. But that miracle, mm -hmm. and how did the miracle come? A word from God. Right. Peter acted, Peter and his friends acted on the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, they still said, the way that it was, mm -hmm. this is our experience, nevertheless, at, at your, your word. word. Okay, Jesus, we're going to take you at your word. Amen. Amen. And they acted on it, and a miracle was worked. Yeah. A miracle came into being, and the miracle was so astounding. The work of the Holy Spirit was so astounding that it brought great conviction to Peter and he was suddenly aware of his sin of his sinfulness yes but notice Jesus didn't condemn him mm -mm. notice Jesus said don't be afraid just follow me and you'll become a fisher yes. of men amen the and, greatest miracle that can ever happen is for a person to be born again yes and Jesus said you must be born again mm -hmm. amen. and he made it possible for you and for me all of all people no matter your nationality, no matter your background, no matter if you're rich or you're poor, you're black, you're white, you're brown. No, no matter, matter your, your religion. No matter your religion. Jesus Christ on the cross, when he died, he died for you. Yes. He died for all men, all women, all boys, all girls. And he paid the price. His blood was shed to wash us from all of our sin. Yes. And then God raised him from the dead because the work had been completed. The price had been paid in full. Amen. And so Jesus is even saying to you today, just like he would say to Peter, don't be afraid. Just follow, follow me, me and you'll become a fisher of yes, me. Amen. I want to invite you right now to pray right now to follow Jesus, to accept him, to accept the gift of righteousness that he paid for with his own blood. Thank you, Lord. Will you do that? 
If you will, just pray this right now after me. Say it with all of your heart. Say this. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I believe. I believe. You are the Son of you God. You are the Son of God. I believe. I believe. You died. You died. For my sins. For my sins. According to the scripture. According to the scripture. I believe. I believe. You rose again. You rose again. To justify me. To justify me. You rose again. You rose again. When the price was paid when in full. When the price was paid in full. Therefore. Therefore. I can confess. I confess. Jesus. Jesus. You are Lord. You are Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. I accept you. I accept as you. As my Savior. As my Savior. I receive it now. I receive it your now. Your gift of righteousness. Your gift of righteousness. Your gift of eternal life. Your gift of eternal your life. Your gift of salvation. Your gift of salvation. I receive it now. I receive it now. By faith. By faith. Therefore, therefore, I say, I say, I am saved. I am saved in Jesus' in name. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to encourage you to call the number on the screen that's right there. Yes, we want call. to hear from you. You can email us or you can you can call that number and someone will be there waiting to receive your testimony yes. and to pray with you. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, if you're sick in body, I'm going to pray for you right now. Yes. Act on his word. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says that Christ took your infirmities on the cross. He bore your sicknesses. By his stripes you were healed. So Father in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. Right now I ask you to stretch forth your hand Thank and you. heal everyone who's watching. Thank you, Lord. May your healing power work in their bodies right now from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Thank you, Lord. I thank you that blind eyes open. Yes. The deaf hear. Yes. The mute speak. Yes. We speak to cancers and we command cancers to disappear right yes. now. Yes. In, in Jesus', Jesus name. mighty name. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for every sickness, every disease being healed now, Father. Yes. Thank we you thank Lord. you for we it. Believe we and we believe we receive in, in the name, name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Praise God. We love you. Don't forget to tune in next week. Don't forget to visit our website. Don't forget to call that number on the screen. Amen. Keep acting on his word. Yes. Trust his word. Read your Bible every single day. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless.